Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Will. Will, how are you today, sir? I am doing well, John Mark Tolley. How are you? I am doing pretty good. So... Uh, I didn't mention this before, but I think one thing before we get started into our main topic that we need to touch on, talk about, is the news that came out that the um, one of the one of the movies that was supposed to be coming out, the Rogue One Rogue Squadron movie, has been shelved, postponed. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. all kinds of rumors coming in that it's, you know, it's been put on, either put on the back burner, um, you know. I just, it's so hard for me to even, like, I just, I have no real reaction to that. Yeah. Like, for me, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I've never been one to be so, I, I'm more interested on the back end when a movie is made. Mm-hmm. What, what, what what it what it entailed like what were the special effects like what were the yeah. meetings like what was the, yeah but only after the movie's been made because mm-hmm. you know we're talking about we're, we're having not we personally we're just we're just commenting on the news but but people are having conversation about a, a movie that hasn't that doesn't exist right they're having conversation right. about a, a director that has not directed a star wars film about mm-hmm. a story that hasn't really been completed so I just don't understand the fascination with it. And I just think that there's just a lot of people out there that it's news because, you know, people want to, they want it to be a failure. They want it so they could justify, see, Disney should have never bought Star Wars. And here's the point, you know, they're just, they're messing with everything else. And look, I'm not going to say whether they are or they're not. I'm not in the room. I don't know. But I yeah. can tell you in my own little world, okay, I deal with stuff on a day-to-day basis. And I hear, you know, from people from the outside of what I'm doing, you know, having their own, making up their own conjecture about everything that I'm thinking and doing. And I'm like, look, I'm just laughing at it. I like, you have no idea. You have yeah. no idea what I'm talking about, thinking about what's going on in, in, in our circle here. So mm-hmm. just, I mean, great. You want to talk about it if it makes you feel important or big or better or whatever great but honestly it's just not you just don't know and no matter how all the rumors in the world all the people who say Mm -hmm. they have exclusive con you know know this guy who went to school with this person who's roommates with a guy who used to work for lucasfilm that was in the room happened to be in the room picking up my father's cousin's (laughs) former roommate roommate right (laughs) i don't get it i just don't get it i don't care about i i love that you know i that Disney, you know, they have to have their shareholder meeting and they do their announcements like they did last year. And they announced all these shows and I get it, but I, you know, I don't get that excited about any of it until I see until the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I get excited because until yeah. then it ain't, it just, it's just words. It's words on a page and yeah. maybe it'll happen and maybe it won't. Yeah. Look at how long yeah. it took for Ghostbusters after like mm-hmm. the third Ghostbuster with, with, you know, not even really a third Ghostbusters movie, but look at how long it took. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so my, my feeling is it's no story, you know. Yeah, true. Same thing with Ryan Johnson, apparently, is shelving his trilogy yeah. or whatever. I, and, I, yeah, that's 
Yeah, I mean, there's all kind. I mean, you never know. Like you said, you never. There could be myriad of different reasons, but I think, especially the those who want the dis who you know want Disney to fail, the Disney Star right. Wars to fail, they're well, going to come up with all the conjecture. And one thing I just laughed at when I got the news is when I heard that Lucas had had uh, that they basically had re-signed Kathleen Kennedy to be the head of Lucasfilm Entertainment for like, I think it's like another five years, three, three or five years. I'm just like, all these people that are out there saying, oh, they're going to fire her. They're going to fire her. They're going to get rid of her. I'm like, why? She's no. one of the most prolific and successful executive producers yeah. in, our, in the industry today. She is associated. Her name is attached. If you were to take the top 30 films, uh, money-making films, Okay, of all time, you will see her name attached to mm -hmm. to half of them. I'm convinced. I mean, I can, I can not, think of. I, mean, I can not, think of like five five just off the bat that aren't even Star Wars, Jurassic no, Park, I know. Indiana Jones movies, ET. I and, yeah. And on top of that, I'll tell you one other thing. I really feel that the only thing Lucasfilm is doing right now is saying this. Number one, we're still not out of COVID yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, all of the great success that Disney's having via Marvel with Shang-Chi and whatever successes that they're, or sort of successes they're having with Eternals. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think um, what they're seeing is, and Black Widow and whatever else, is that, yeah, it's successful in, in itself, but it's still, an, it's still an issue. People are not going to the theaters anymore. Mm -hmm. All right. So there is a serious change and shift. So they're like, screw this. Let's let's just get they they there's been a lot of inside talk about Boba Fett being really incredible. There's there's been inside talk about Obi-Wan the the Kenobi stuff footage being really cool and bringing Hayden Christensen back. The Andor series is done and they're working on Prosperation. They've got they are in the streaming oh, yeah. like pool right now. And yeah. and and they've been seeing a great much um, a great amount of success with it not only there but on Marvel as well. Oh, yeah. And now they're like, guys, we don't have to go back into the movie theater right now. Let's yeah. let's let's oh, play yeah. let's play in this playground for a while. Mm -hmm. And we'll we got the movies. We we got we got people that are interested. And we have you know we still have Taika Waititi working on his thing. Let's just let's let it ride. Let's let these you know we got all of 2022 to release all of this other stuff. And mm -hmm. oh yeah Mandalorian season three. So which Let's starts see. which uh, starts pre which starts production uh they said right after uh as soon as uh book of Boba Fett comes out they're going to start production on the mandal on season three of the mandalorian so yeah, yeah. so i don't know to me i just think that the in any shelved projects if I were to venture a guess, I don't think it has anything to do with anything more than just they're focusing their energies on streaming. And mm -hmm. I think anybody who, who, if you have a problem with Kathleen Kennedy, look, great. You have a problem with Kathleen Kennedy. I'm not going to try to change your mind, but mm -hmm. I do feel that, you know what, you know, if you're, if you're going to be truly, truly, um, I mean, if you're going to make an honest assessment of her as a producer, she has had far more wins than losses. She's had far <laughs> more successes and even things that have considered failures are things like some people, you know, the divisiveness of Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. That's not a failure. That's just a divisiveness. Yeah. They took some risks with that. And yeah. and they and they paid the price for it. 
And then mm-hmm. Solo, but I think Solo's got a cult following. And there's a lot of people, myself, included, yeah. that want to see those characters be fleshed out some more, maybe mm-hmm. in streaming. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely, you know, it's. That's all. Yeah. Well, talk about, a, talk about a woman of Star Wars, though. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I've always, I've always admired her. I've always admired what, you know, what she was able to accomplish mm-hmm. in her, in her younger years. And I think that, you know, she deserves more, far more credit than she's getting. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very, I think I find it very interesting that everybody puts all the success of things like Mandalorian, which has a much, which does have a much more universal appeal. They put that at the feet of Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Great. I don't disagree with that, but they don't give her any credit. Like, yeah, I, I think you see that with a lot of, not, you know, with a lot of things where when you have someone at the top, like she is, if things if things are great and things are going good, you know, in the minds of fans, if if they, they love if they love it, it's going it's it's great. Then, you know, she then that person doesn't get any credit. But if there's any type of divisiveness, then it's all her fault. Yeah. Um, and so- I mean, to be honest with you, though. And when it comes to like that high level of executive producer, you know, a lot of times she has very little to do with the making of the movie. You know, the executive producer at that level, you know, that's all down to the director, the writers. She just signs off on it. Yeah. I think, um, I think in Kathleen's case, I would guess that there's probably a little more hands on. Yeah. At least observation, observationally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, But yeah, I agree though that I think that. That, you know, this is this is this is a team. This is a whole team of people that, mm-hmm. that do this, and 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 whatever. I people are going to voice their their that's opinion, true. and, and it's, that's true. we're entitled to it, and that's and, fine. And, and we say that's what we say here. You know, is you're entitled to your opinion. We want to hear your opinion as long as you're not, you know, being, for lack of a better term, a dick. Right. <laughs> I don't know what else to put we, it. We have a, no a hole policy. That's, that's right. That's I, right. I, I want that in my life all the way around. Like what you like, just like what you like. We don't right. care. So, all right. But anyway, so speaking that, of devices, ten, ten minutes, ten minutes on a woman of Star Wars, and now we'll move on to the other one that we were scheduled to talk about. <laughs> that's right. We are going to be finishing our look at Ray from the sequel trilogy. Um, okay. So, so we got we were la- we got we through the first the, movie, the first movie. So we we're at the end of. She's standing there at the end of the movie, holding the lightsaber out to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, we waited two years to figure out. We did. We, did we, uh, we figured what was going to happen, and then um, what was now before you know when you first saw you know the, oh, the first trailers for Episode Two came out. Um, were you? How I mean, were you optimistic about it? Because I mean, yeah, I think for for. For all the controversy that the uh, the sequel trilogies have gotten, I think for the most part, most people really enjoyed Force Awakens. I think um, of all of them, I think that was the one that you can say that a majority of the people enjoy. You know, there are still its detractors, but I think, I, I I think people... Agree. I would agree. Yeah. yeah, I think the biggest complaint I heard was from people was, "Oh, it was just a rehash of of." of it was of derivative. Of, it was derivative. Yeah. It was a new home. Right. Another and, oh, another Death Star. You know, yeah. they even addressed <laughs> that though, which I thought was funny. 
So it's big. You know? <laughs> How yeah. do we blow it up? <laughs> I, and, I, and I really do feel that uh, a Harrison Ford return to that character mm-hmm. um, was almost impossible to dislike, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, but of course he wasn't in Last Jedi. Right. But as far as the trailers um, leading up to the second movie, I was... I was pumped. I was ready for it. I yeah. was excited. Even with the Luke Skywalker, ooh, it's time for the Jedi to end. I knew exactly yeah. from that one line, I knew exactly what he was referring to. He, I never thought a million years, and people were like, oh my God, is he turned evil? He's going to go against the Jedi? No. He's trying to end the Order by dying, or at least mm-hmm. by you know not training any other Jedi. And, um, I, I, and I figured that's what he meant. That was yeah. my thought. I never, I wasn't shocked at that. But uh, anyway, so you have Ray. Yeah, I thought you it was, uh, you know, yeah. I I think Ray in this in this movie. I think this is a very deep character dive into her character in this movie. Yes, you know, it's Absolutely. very very deep into who Ray is, and I think in the first one, you know, well, the first look, one was fun. You know, yeah. you, you you've established the character, you've exactly all the characters, and you, you do it in a really fun environment, and and, and it had that almost nostalgic return. Here we mm-hmm. are again. Here are some of the older characters to kind of guide you along, yeah. and, and but but it's really this it's really Ray's story and 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 her compadres. Yeah. So but then that second yeah. movie, it really well, it did well. What did Ryan Johnson say? He wanted to take every character and put them in the toughest most challenging situation. And I was just going to say that that is something that even George Lucas had said when he in the past said in the past, when he's talking about how he set up the original trilogy is the first movie, you introduce the characters, you introduce who all these people are. And the second movie, you put them in the worst possible situation they could find themselves in. Right. Split them up. So they're all yeah. in different areas. So they don't even have each other for support. Yeah. And then in the you third know. one, you bring them all back together and res- and and resolve, you know, the the story. So yeah. I think you know, in that sense, you know, this trilogy kind of did the same. Yeah. Um, you know, with with Ray. And and so you know, and right from the get go, you got Ray standing there, right where we left off. There's Luke looking at the lightsaber, looking at Ray. Ray looking at Luke. Music swells, and then he throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> Which oh, I I love I, that at that moment in time, that's when the world became divisive. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I I get it, I suppose. But I and, think- and I I don't want to get I don't want to get too much about Luke's story here. Right. But I do have to say that I don't know what people, what movie they're watching when they when they watched Return of the Jedi, but. To me, that was exactly what I expected from Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker. Because mm-hmm. after, I mean, assuming you had the Luke from Jedi at the end of Jedi, smiling at his friends and his and his Force Ghost friends, like all is well. But that man wanted to, was ready to sacrifice himself like four times in that movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there was no, there was, it was completely selfless, and he and and. And then fast forward 40 years or 35 years, whatever it is, and he's got a um, a tragic situation. His his best friends, his sister and his best friend, their child, and they and he messes up teaching them, mm-hmm. or at least he 
holds himself responsible. Then he had that moment of weakness, which we find out later, where he almost kills him. And yeah. he, he stops himself, but it was enough to mm. cause the issue. And yeah, he's like, this is it. I, you know, I can't handle this. We talked about this in an earlier episode, but yeah. my point is that, you know, he, he was, he, he was a, he was a tortured and broken man. Mm-hmm. And this is who Ray shows up to hoping to be a, like another father yeah. figure, mentor figure, teacher. Mm-hmm. And he refuses. Yeah. Which- and I, and I think that too. And again, I, again, I don't want to get big, but I think that to understand Ray, you have to understand all the people that are around her that yes. are surrounding her that are, you know, and I think, you know, to do that, you also understand Luke. I think Luke thought, you know, he looked at the people that had trained him, you know, Obi-Wan and Yoda. And he said, you know, it's like, I can't be as good as them. I've, you know, they're these great teachers, not realizing that they had their own failures that they had to, had to go through. You know, Yoda saw the complete destruction of the Jedi order. Well, keep in mind though, I remember Luke went, did a lot of research and mm-hmm. understood. Remember he says to Ray, their, their legacy is failure. The Jedi yeah. legacy is failure. Yeah. And he even said at the heart, you know, of the, he allowed a Je- it was a Jedi that was responsible for the training of Darth Vader. He was referring mm-hmm. to Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and maybe to a lesser extent Yoda. And so, so I think he saw, he saw a lot of those fallacies and he's providing this viewpoint to Ray. So Ray is seeing this. Mm-hmm. So even though it's what I always thought about it was interesting about the Ray Luke relationship in the last Jedi is that even Luke's refusal to teach Ray was teaching Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, she, he was an instructor, even though he was a reluctant one. Mm-hmm. So, and then eventually he said he would do the three lessons yeah. and, and Ray was persistent, you know, and, and, and was kind of like that eager young student that didn't want, wasn't going to, you know, and, and that's kind of an, that's a, that's kind of a, a, a you know, an Eastern philosophy thing with teachers. Like I remember, I'll give you a funny story. I used to teach piano lessons and yeah. I taught this family of, um, it was an Asian family and it was a, a husband and wife. They had three children, uh, two daughters and a son. And it was like mm-hmm. an older daughter, then the middle daughter, then the very young son. And first I started teaching the older daughter. And then shortly after that, I started teaching the younger daughter. And then I went with them for about a year or two. And then the father comes up to me and says, I'd like you to know to, if you'd like to know if you'd be able to start teaching my son. And I said, sure, I'll be happy to. He said, okay, but I, I want you to do me a favor. And he said, he's going to come to you and he's going to ask you if you will be his teacher. And I want you to say, no, not right now. I said, oh, why? He said, well, it's part of our culture. There's, it's a, it's a respect that we have for teachers. And you you refuse to teach him and then he'll spend the next few weeks like doing favors for you, you know, bringing you a glass of water when you come for lessons, taking your shoes off, you know, like he's doing all these culturally respectful things for, for, you know, to help gain my favor so that I will eventually take him on as a student, which I thought was very interesting. And then you did it. You know, a little kid, he was only five, you know, but he goes and he gives me a glass of water and each time, you know, he go he, you know, I asked, you know, I, I was, I was had the sniffles one day, comes in and brings me tissues. I mean, it was just like so cute. And finally, after like two or three weeks, I was like, okay, you, you can teach, I, I can teach you now, you know, and, and that was the thing. So I think that there's this, a little bit of this Eastern kind of cultural thing with this refusal of it, teaching. And she waited there 
and she stood by him and she slept outside the door and mm-hmm. you know and then finally but of course in Luke's case it was more R2's convincing with the the hologram of Leia it's like all right mm-hmm. so yeah. then then they the instruction begins but in a very weird way way we're not used to doing yeah and 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 in the meantime Ray is getting this other issue She's getting her force time going with uh, with Kylo, Kylo which yes. I love. I thought I, I thought that was, you know, for me. I remember like you started seeing the the Raylo uh, things come out around this, you know, before that, and people were like, and I was always had, you know, you know, especially when the movie right before the movie came out, I was very hesitant about that whole thing. I didn't, and I still. Did not want to see them in a, even after the last movie, in necessarily a romantic relationship because I just don't think that would have. I don't know how that would have, you know, necessarily worked. But seeing the chemistry between Daisy Ridley and 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 him or is just amazing. They just that was one of my my favorite 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 and, scenes and was them together. I honestly believe that the whole reason for the whole Raylo and the shipping and whatever is because of how good their chemistry was. Yeah. And, and, and I think that they just brought that on, you know, I didn't mind it so much only because I knew it wasn't going to last. I knew that yeah. there was no way that after watching last Jedi, I knew, I knew there was no way that Kylo Ren was going to survive the end of the next film. No way. Yeah. Either he would die the villain or he would sacrifice himself the hero, but he was not mm-hmm. going to be at the end because no. there's no way yeah. he can, survive and expect to have some kind of life you know mm-hmm. where where he's responsible for the destruction yeah. of billions of people so anyway so ray's dealing with this learning you know learning the the, the alternate side of the story this conflict between luke and ren mm-hmm. and um you know he gets she gets part of the story from luke part of the story from kylo ren or ben and then Finally, Luke divulges like the more accurate version. Yeah, and, and you know she's got to make sense of this. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got to make sense of this. I had a little side note. I loved another one was the reach out with when, when yes with the Aaron. with the feather. <laughs> Ooh, the force <laughs> is really strong with me. <laughs> that was just like that's that was a teacher moment. Yeah, was like for, and I think that that's something. I honestly believe that's you know again I'm kind of back and forth, back and forth. Oh, that's fine. But I think as a teacher, it's such a, a refreshing take on watching a true relationship between mm-hmm. a teacher and a student when that student is, you know, got just being completely a doofus yeah. or not getting something. Or not understanding, and and you just as a you know, like when he rolled the eyes, like oh, this uh, one. Yeah. All right, here we go. So but, I have a question, and not not to necessarily jump the jump the timeline, okay. but there is a scene where, like, they're really getting deep into the force, and he's asking her what she's saying and what, and he kind of you know goes back and is like, like okay, this is this is bad. Do you think he saw who Ray was? Wait, um, um I she, she's at which point was this? It was in it was in the the um it was in it was in the second movie. She's they're they're doing the training 
right? And he senses like a darkness or something, oh. not necessarily a darkness. Well, you said, yeah, you went straight to the dark. Yeah. It, you went it, straight it, to the just, dark. Yeah. I mean, do you think that he, like, there was something in there that he's like, wait a minute? You know, well, or or did he always kind of know who Ray was? Okay, I think that he knew because Leia knew, and if he knew mm-hmm. that Leia knew, then then I think that he knew. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, of course, you know, for the purposes of the story and the fact that they might not have known as a as a storytelling device, yeah, true, going to happen that you know there might be some little bit of of pushback there, but. Um, when he does the thing where she, where she, where she reaches out and, you know, goes to the dark and he said, I've only seen this in one other person before and Ben Solo didn't fear me. I didn't fear it then. I do now. I think what he's basically saying is that, you know, even though he knew who she was, I think that some of his drive to not train her might've been, you know, in, in story, in the story wise anyway, might've been because of Ray's. Uh, lineage mm-hmm. so that darkness yeah there's definitely potential for that darkness but i also think that you know her you got to remember that you know she didn't have the the impatience uh, you know and the and the lack of control that luke had when he was her age mm-hmm. you know she had a little bit better better understanding of it once once she got past certain things and started figuring things out I think that she showed great potential and, and I think that, but I do think, yes, I do think he knew, he knew something. Yeah. I I think that's the biggest question that people I think will, you know, until we, you know, get any type of clarity is how much, how much of the story was already fleshed out um, from the, the, um, second movie into the into the last movie as far as character wise and yeah. how much was changed you know did they already have ray being spoiler alert a palpatine or was that something that they changed you know when I, they got to the third movie i think that it's probably it was probably i want to say and then taking it, this is a total guess, guys. Yeah. Right? This, just a guess. I have no basis of, of, of proving this. But I would think that no, they did not know that Ray was a Palpatine in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think that that was a, I think they might have known that she had some kind of a lineage that they were going to flesh out. Yeah. But I don't know if they knew exactly what. Um, I think that part of the reason to bring Palpatine back was to help draw the entire movie to a conclusion, like the, 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 the saga to a conclusion. And that was Mm -hmm. the best way to do that, to have that same villain and finally defeat him, which I liked. I thought that was a good, I thought that was a good move. Um, Because again, you know, if you want to really open up and do a lot of different things now with that, with this, with this series, with this franchise, you got to get over the Skywalker thing. We got to move on Mm -hmm. to other Otherwise, we're going to always expect Luke Skywalker or us Skywalker to be present all the yeah. time. Not that that's not a bad thing. It's just if they want this to build up, it's got to move on beyond it. But um, so Ray, you know, Ray's struggling. Um, you know, I but I'll tell you, I never saw her. The only thing I saw her where I felt that she was getting tempted 
was when she fell into that water in the pit mm-hmm. and she went to the mirror and she went, show me my parents. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they came up and it was just her. And it was like, it was that constant um, disappointment being let down. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she confided in Ben. So I sometimes think that Ben, and I think that he was more like Ben at the, in these force time things, yeah. was being understanding and was was helping her control her anger in a way mm-hmm. that, and her disappointment, maybe her disappointment with Luke Skywalker, at least at first. Yeah. Like my favorite part is when the, he, she and Luke fight, like do a little bit of, not sword play, but you know, back and forth with you know quarterstaffs or whatever, and then, then she gets out the lightsaber, you know, and she, you know, she gets, you know, more aggressive with him, and I love how you know she's like, you have got to go and you have got to help make this happen, or, or, or she's just like, I have to go and do this. That's yeah. like, I have to go and do this, and she's like, no, this will not end the way you think, and all she does is like take the lightsaber and just like, okay, there it is. You do it. Like without words, just a look. Just one look. She's just like <laughs> and he won't take it. He won't do it. He won't go on this mission. He will not leave that island. So mm-hmm. she leaves. It's like I get it, it's your option and and you're not taking it, so I'm gonna take it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where she's like Luke. Headstrong. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Go in, go in. I got to do something. I got to save my, I got to save the people I love. I got to, you know, stop them. I got to, I got to turn Ben. So it's almost like she skipped, like, it's like, imagine Luke skipping Empire and coming in right at Jedi and just going to save his father, not fight, not kill his father. She wants to save Ben. Mm -hmm. And then, and and that, and, and so she does. And leaving Luke to ponder this greatest scene ever between Luke and Yoda, though. Again, for teachers, just had to say that failure. You know, we are what they grow beyond. What a great, yeah, state thing. But so Ray, what does she do? She goes. She takes the Chewie drops her off at the with the escape pod. Ends up uh, <coughs> on the ship with Kylo. But you know, he, you know, they're, they're going up the elevator, and. You know, she's trying to, you know, you'll turn, I'm going to turn you. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to turn you because I know what happened to your parents and you're going to want to know. And I'm going to tell you, you know, and there you go. Then we get the scene with Snoke. Oh, oh what, what production design in that mm-hmm. whole scene. Just amazing. Yeah. And, and you're dealing with, you know, this very similar kind of vibe to the emperor. Which mm-hmm. why did the Palpatine, you know, uh, um, idea at the end didn't seem like that much of a stretch. Uh, it seemed very palpable. Pa- yeah. Pardon the sort of the palpa- palpable Palpatine. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and so there they go, and and they're having their their standoff. And you know, obviously Ray's not winning. She's she's getting. <laughs> thrown around the room and mm-hmm. lightsaber bopped on the head and everything else. And then finally, you know, there's Kylo looking at her and he's going to do, he's going to kill her. Or at least mm-hmm. that's what Snoke thinks he's going to do. I can sense you turning the lightsaber. I, I, I'll never understand why people didn't love that. When I oh, saw okay. the lightsaber turning on his next to his seat, I was just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. 
da! Like we all knew. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't a shock when it happened because we saw the lightsaber turning. We saw his hand, you know, while this hand was doing it, this hand was doing it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god. And we we it was it was like we were in on it, you know? Mm-hmm. The only one who wasn't in on it was Ray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um I, I did like that that uh, that fight scene in the throne room with the with the with the crim- with the guards. The that was really because it was because it was the they yeah, the Praetorian guard because right. it was so unlike anything we'd really seen in Star Wars before. And not only was that incredibly well choreographed and 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 uh, yeah, like you said, very original. Mm-hmm. But we were also dealing with uh, in a lot of ways. It I mean, you know how like they they maybe it was because there was two, but. In the typical karate or those types of movies where like one or two people are stacked up against a whole army or whatever, that everybody yeah. politely takes their turns. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I didn't feel that that was quite as obvious. I think there was a little bit of that, but yeah. I really felt that they were bopping around each mm-hmm. other a lot. I've seen, I've watched a lot of like sword, you know, people who are sword experts that will critique, you know, the, the, the fights. And that was one of the things they critiqued about the fight in um, the Obi-Wan and um, the fight with Maul. With yeah. Obi-Wan is that it seems like Obi-Wan would come and take his, his turn at fighting Maul. And then he would get back and then here would come Qui-Gon and he'd take his turn and there was like they were taking turns fighting each other one on one, but yeah, I, I agree with what you said with yeah. with this movie is you di- didn't quite notice that, but yeah, it was a great. And then you had that scene at the end of the fight where he offers the hand. Oh yeah, and, and then asks, she reaches out, but she just wants the saber. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then in a very climactic moment between the saber and you had Rose and Finn about to be executed. And then Holdo's gonna turn the ship towards them and go into hyperspace. Well, you're you're uh, you skipped the movie. We're still coming to the end of Last Jedi. No, I am. That's Last Jedi. No, yeah. that. Oh, that's right. That is Last Jedi. No, yes. I'm right. Oh, don't. Oh, God. I was like, oh my God. If I if I skipped a movie, I would really be worried. Okay. About yeah, brain. you're right. You're right. I was like, Holdo. I was like, oh, that's no, right. Holdo's yeah. in there. By that's the way, right. I'm. I'm uh, let's let's give a shout out for Holdo while we're talking okay, about yeah. Star Wars. Okay, I know mm-hmm. some people are not a big fan of her. I I thought she was a great character. Mm-hmm. I don't know how necessary she was. That it could have not been done by another character, mm-hmm. like a character that we've already known, something like Adam Blackbar. Just saying, but yeah, you know, it's okay. I like that. It. Is, I like that it. is my that is my one of my I wouldn't say biggest disappointment. I would say is oh, that we didn't get to see. Holdo maneuver uh, was epic. Yeah, that we that. didn't get to see Akbar's death on screen. Yeah, me, me that, too. You know, favorite, that he deserved. Alien. Yeah, he favorite deserved, alien. And, and yeah, the, yeah. He deserved an on-screen death. He did. He did. So, um, anyway, so, uh, but yeah, we got to give it a shout out for Holdo as a woman of mm-hmm. Star Wars. Um, I, I, I like the character. It's uh, I like that they went in a different direction. I like that she had a history with Leia. Um, I like that there was a little mystery to there to her character. I just wanted to throw that out there. I mean, I know you know we can't. We're not. We're talking the women of Star Wars. We're not talking about every single female person that's yeah. ever spoken a line in Star Wars. You know, we're just trying to 
you know, talk about the main ones. And Ray, of course, mm -hmm. is a main one. Oh, yeah. So this whole thing happens, the little climactic moment. Um, the uh, the ships are escaping. Uh, the, the, the escape ships from the resistance are escaping to crate at this point. And I guess Ray that they never really showed that. She just kind of skipped, she grabbed a shuttle yeah. and 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 skipped town and somehow ended up connecting back with um the Falcon, which yeah. I I understand. I don't need to know exactly how that worked because they had a plan. They had a plan yeah. in place. Chewie was aware. And you know, it was nice to see the Falcon because the next time we see Ray, right? We're on crate. We're on crate and we have been, you know, there's a very few left, you know, Rose and Finn ended up joining them. And there's only a, there's only a couple of dozen left, maybe, maybe, maybe 40 or 50 and, or, or maybe a little bit more. And they're like, some of them are in the trench and some of them are on those ski speeders and they're broken up, breaking apart. And they're trying to fight the, 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 uh, first order walkers. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see three TIE fighters, three in a row. Do, 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 do. Get shot down, and then you see Chewie's drive flying the Flower Falcon with the Porgs, and Ray is there doing the gun. I love which she was just so much fun. She was just like, "Oh, woohoo! I like this." <laughs> yeah, that was nice, and I, I like that as much as I like you know liked Rio Ray and Ray has been the driving force. I like that at the very like the the very end of the movie. You know, you had Ray doing her thing, but it was mainly Luke. Like Luke was the focus of that end. Well, that oh, end yeah. yeah, that was that was that was Luke. You know, kind of ending his story in a way. Yes, and I and I do appreciate that they gave Luke that moment, and I love yeah. that it was a it was a it was a moment of sacrifice. It was the mm -hmm. ultimate sacrifice to save what was left of the resistance. It was a moment of. You know, it was the beginning of the redemption of Ben Solo. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll always be with you. It was, and 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 above all else, it's you know taking. It's like that. It's almost what everybody always wanted. That Luke Skywalker facing down the First Order. Even joked yeah. about it earlier. You think I'm going to go walk out there with my laser sword <laughs> face down? And that's exactly what he did. That's, yeah, which that led to one of my favorite 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 scenes. Which I like it because, in a sense, you get a little bit of. You get a little bit of Anakin from Luke, but that is that scene where they got all the all the all the first order walkers, and he just you know Kylo says, "All oh, everybody shoot every there. gun, <laughs> every gun, the fire on like, that." And then, and the, then, the, then I, the line, I, then the line, I think you got him. You think you got him? And then he just does the. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, was the like, best. That I is mean, pure Anakin right there. That cockiness. Yeah. That yeah. That was Anakin right and, there. And so to have that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then when all is said and done, and I don't know about you, but I did not catch it. All right. But then all is said and done, what happens? It's all a holo a force projection. And there's Luke still on the island. And I'm like, oh, this is just too good. Because, yeah. again, we never saw that. This was something new. Mm -hmm. And. Why wouldn't we have seen it? Well, I mean, why wouldn't it be new? Because it wasn't like there were Jedi running around like crazy all the time. Even well, there were some there were there in the prequels, but not in the, the original trilogy. So it was, you know, it was like I, I fully accepted it. And then 
So that allowed them to, and of course that allowed Ray to land the Falcon to get down there. And I just love when she's looking around and sees all the boulders and she's just like, you know, moving rocks because <laughs> that's what she thought it was to begin with. And, you know, and Luke was like, it's not about moving rocks. And she's like, well, yeah, it's kind of like moving rocks. Sometimes it is like moving. So she does that, gets them all out of the way. The entire resistance sees her do this. So they, they, they believe in her powers and, you know, she, they all, all pile in the Falcon. Think about that. Mm-hmm. This entire army was now reduced to the amount of people that can fly in, you know, pile in the Falcon. I have been in the Falcon, my friend. Okay. The, the one in galaxy's edge anyway. And I can tell you right now, that's not a lot of people because <laughs> it's not very big. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing I thought was interesting as it wrapped up was the, was the, um, the, the, the interesting introduction between Ray and Poe. Yeah. You know, and I, and I just thought it was an interesting, like, were they, were they trying to set up a, Oh, thanks guys. Yeah. Uh, was, were they trying so hard to, you know, make them an item or was it just kind of a, you know, Poe never introduced himself to Ray in the first movie. So, and how, and here they are and they never really spoke. So maybe it was just a, just to just to get them. All right, here's an intro. You know, make sure you guys know who each other are because the next movie, you're gonna all be on this adventure together. But anyway, I don't know. Just a thought. So I guess we move on, right? To uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Um, again, you know the end. The end of the Skywalker saga. You've got um, Ray is training. You know, you've got Ray training on on that planet. Um, be with me, be with me. <laughs> They're not with me. <laughs> you know, obviously things not going well. I thought they did a, a, a brilliant job of cutting together footage from Force Awakens and maybe Last Jedi Leia mm-hmm. to to work with Ray. Obviously, there were some parts of it that you could only do so much, uh, but I think they 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 pulled it off pretty well. And um, Ray was doing her training with Leia doing great you know but a little distracted uh got got you know still gotten dealing with this force projection or not for the force timing with ray or Mm -hmm. with ren Mm -hmm. not so much in force project not so much like you know constantly talking but more that he's trying to find her and she's seeing the images and he's and now she's starting to see images of darkness including herself as an as being on the throne Yes, having Ray, Leia oh, train Ray. Yeah, that was really cool. So I classic. Like I, I loved it, and um, and there is Ray just now realizing that there, there's something going on here, and we move along, and you know it's a, it's an ensemble piece, right? She goes with her friends to P- Pasana to mm-hmm. try to find the dagger and to try to find the clues to. Um, to locate the wayfinder, right? Yes. That's what they're looking for, and uh, gets a little help from Billy D, a little help from uh, Lando. Yes, it's interesting how she knew him. They all like, oh my god, what? Nobody, everybody knows who you are. It's like, yeah, darn straight we do. Yeah. So, and then and then uh, Lando sends him to where the ship was, where the Jedi killer was, and then she starts to have these flashbacks, and she recognizes the ship. And she recognizes that this, that she's been there, and you get the flashbacks of the, the, from Force Awakens when 
the flashback from the flashback and forth. Mm-hmm. The little girl was, uh, no, no, stuck with Unkar Plutt. But then you get that tragic thing where she's trying to save Chewie from the ship, the transport, mm-hmm. and Kylo comes out. At, oh, well, there's, well, that's before they get the great scene with her slicing his TIE fighter in half. Oh. Which was just, I mean, I wish they hadn't given that away in the, mm-hmm. that was one of those, yeah. like, oh, maybe one thing too much, but yeah, because that was pretty epic. And so Chewie, you know, is in the transport captured by the First Order and they're kind of having a tug of war and she thinks that she blow the ship blows up because because of the force lightning. Now she's really starting to feel like she's definitely someone from the dark side mm-hmm. and she thinks she killed Chewie. I mean, what do you think that, that that's almost like like a failure to the level of what Luke oh, was yeah. dealing with? So definitely she can understand that. And she's starting to think, you know, I said, everybody says, keep saying they know they know how we feel or they know what's going on. But I don't think anybody does. I think this is, you know, maybe I'm destined to be to be on the dark side, which I thought was interesting. Like, is that really something you give into or like to you know to be the to be in the the empress or whatever it is and the you know I don't know it just feels like if you don't really want to do it then it doesn't matter what your destiny is you just don't do it but yeah yeah so that leaves um that leads uh them to the they have to find you know they have C three PO great little adventure for three PO can help contribute a little more than he's done in like the past six films. So he uh, he has to <laughs> have to reprogram his brain. That was one of the, I remember when we first saw that in the, that scene in the trailer and even, even when I saw it in the movie, that was just, you know, he says taking one last look at my friends. You're just like, Oh, come on. Side note. They just came out. Hallmark came out with an ornament with it's basically three POs like upper torso. Like yeah. bust of three PO, and it's got Babu Frick on his shoulder, and the back of his head is taken off. Like he's wire, he's working on the wiring. Oh. And it's electronic, and you press a button, and he says the line, "You know, taking one last look, sir, at my friends." And then it's his eyes are white, and they shut off, and they turn back on red, and he says the whole, you know, on the moon of the Rendo system, only display tells or whatever, and then it shuts down again, and then you hear Babu Frick, "Hey, hey." <laughs> <laughs> No, I yes, that one. The scene—it's a great ornament. The scenes are hilarious with three PO having no, no idea, idea who anyone, anyone is. is. Yes, and then and then Poe's like, "Okay, that's going to be a problem." <laughs> that's just a nice, <laughs> fun moment. So they're you oh. know they're getting their information. They're moving right along. They manage to get uh, to uh, get to the planet that that the the end and you know in the Endor system. They run into. Um, God, I'm forgetting your name. The former stormtrooper. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody put it in the chat. Uh, j- yeah. j- 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 no, j- oh, I can't remember her name. Stormtrooper, stormtrooper girl. She's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's running. You know, she's kind of adding an, you know another a layer to yeah. this adventure. And but eventually, they Ray. Jana, Jana, thank you, Jana, thank you. Yes. It was Jana, and they yeah. and they and she ends up like they were going to wait till the next day, but she's just obsessed with being able to find this thing because she's 
really get nervous about who she is. She goes on to the old Death Star. You know, love hearing the echoes of the old music from mm-hmm. uh, the, like the end of when the, when, the, when Vader passed away. They played that music again. It was really cool. And then she sees a vision of Dark Side Ray, yes. which which I loved because you she was using the same stuff that the same words that Leia was. Don't be afraid of who you are. Leia was saying it in a more positive, nurturing way. And Ray was saying it in a way, give in to your anger. Give yeah. in to who you are. And I love that she did a little, <laughs> a little like hiss. Oh, yeah. Classic. And she finds the Wayfinder. Kylo is there. They have that epic lightsaber duel mm-hmm. on the broken Death Star in the water. Yes. And, oh, my God. Then, you know... Right when she's running out of steam, and right when Kylo's gonna, you know, do her in or whatever, Leia to like comes to him and envision uses up all of her energy to do this, and then Ray stabs him. I know, right? <laughs> like, I mean, that was a dark side move, man. I'll tell oh, you that right now. No, 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 removing a limb. Uh, uh-uh. full out stab right yeah. in the middle. But then. You know, in a sign of compassion and goodness, she let the light side of Ray comes out and she heals him with because she started learning. That's true. I forgot about the, the serpent in the mm-hmm. uh, cave in Pasana that she was able to heal the serpent. Yeah, that was learning a new force power. Right. Mm-hmm. Healing. And that is what um, that is what, yeah. uh, you know, she did there and takes <laughs> but then leaves him there by himself. Yeah. Like, oh. Takes takes her ship, takes the ship. Hey, God, thanks, thanks for saving my life. Bye. <laughs> and then she ends up um, going to the island, going to Octu, and mm-hmm. she is following in Luke's footsteps. She's she's destroyed the ship, putting it, you know, throws the lightsaber in, and <laughs> Luke catches it. And I love it. A Jedi's weapon deserves more respect, <laughs> which I thought was like, you know. Like that almost like nice. almost like Mark Hamill winking to the audience, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I like, yeah, right. I know, I know, I know. So um, so then then a beautiful conversation between the two of them. Mm-hmm. We learn about oh oh by the way, uh, you know, she finds she you know, during during am I missing something? When did she go to the ship? Um Yeah, no, that that's true. I forgot. We we we, we skipped ahead. I apologize. Um trying to think before oh i know what it was when they were on pasana she ended up um going on they they snuck into did they sneak in i forget they got on to um <laughs> yeah it is i'm trying to think of though how ray i skipped over when ray got back onto the first order ship to rescue mm-hmm. chewy and mm-hmm. everybody Oh yeah, after no, it was it was after Kajimi, after the after three PO was was um you know had his memory wiped. Yeah, they first had to go. Um, uh, the uh, they had they it was the Fal- the Falcon was taken, and Chewie was already taken prisoner. They had to go back and rescue Chewie, so that's what they did there. But then they went to the planet with the with the moon or whatever. 
uh, or with the with the Death Star. So I just skipped that part. But it was there that she found out on the First Order ship that she was a Palpatine. Yeah. So yeah. that made even more craziness. But yeah. she's having the conversation with Luke, and Luke, and she, when she said Leia knew it too, Leia knew that she was a Palpatine. I mean, that's a big, big, and she, and she trained her anyway. I mean, you know, and then the best line, some things are more, or more are bigger than, what is it? Some things are more important than blood, mm-hmm. which I thought was such a classic thing. And, and, and I know that some disagreed with that, but to me, it's like, it doesn't matter where you came from. Mm-hmm. What a message to understand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very it much doesn't so. matter. And again, and it may be, and maybe for both you and I, it rings more true because of what we've dealt with in our lives, mm-hmm. either as being adopted or adopting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's oh, yeah. been something that we have held, held on to very, very strongly. Mm-hmm. So she took that with him. Luke, Luke left that wonderful lesson and was able to force the, even as a force goes, get that X wing out of the water, which apparently yes. Metal ships in water for years and years still fly. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I mean, you I know, guess they te- do. Technology, Star Wars technology. I guess I mean, it's... you know it was a long time ago, a galaxy far, far away. That's I don't right. know if the salt content mattered too much in them. Yeah, if there really not. was, if there even was salt water in the water. And the thing I loved about that was that you know when when she comes into the fight and that that huge fight um, with the X wing. She's it's not like it's not Ray in the X Wing, it's Red Five. Yes, Red like, Five. It's, it's Red Five. It's just like right. Oh yes, it's yeah. Well she she went in first. Yeah. She ended up going in first and left the the, the way, you know, used the wayfinder to and let everybody know how to get there. Yeah. So she got there but first. Just the fact that they, they referred to her and she you know, she was yes. red five. I'm like, yes, that's but nice. like and and and, and three PO Master Luke? It's Master Luke ship? So yeah, Red Five. And red five. and then you know there's that great conf- confrontation between her and the, and Palpatine. And you know, uh, by all accounts Palpatine is the master. He's the one gonna do this but what a fake out because that's when kylo ren shows up you mean now, ben ben no, at this point you. he's kylo ben. ren is dead he's he threw the yes. saber away thank you han for your returning and now it's ben and ray and they are gonna both do this but mm-hmm. he didn't show up right away he's kind of with the other guards and but they do the whole force thing where like they, they can you know he's able to get her lightsabers, and she has the other one, and oh, just yeah. A, even Palpatine did not catch that right away because he didn't know they were a dyad yet until he tried to do the thing with his uh, hands, and you know it was, but it kept going back and forth. It wasn't like constant one way and then the other. It was like do 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 like like a like a an interesting sparring match between Ray and Palpatine, and then Palpatine was blowing up the ships up top or you know shocking them all and then finally ray can get the help that she needs be with me and all the jedi that we've ever known yeah speak out in here mm-hmm. now are you were you disappointed that they didn't appear as force ghosts a little bit you know i th- i thought that would have been a nice touch you know i don't know if it was a um 
you know, just a production thing that they, you know, they, they couldn't do that or I mean, I've a timing heard, thing. I've heard a couple of things. I've heard, and again, I don't know how true these things are, but I've heard that part of it was the the most. Um, yes, I know. I love that. I love that line. Be with me. In some ways, I feel like the voices. Were, well, I personally think the voices were enough because there was a lot more with mm-hmm. hearing the voices, and I think that not every Jedi was given the training needed to. Oh yeah, become a Force ghost. Yeah. So you got to remember, it's not the Force ghosts are something that that at least I'm pretty sure this is true. The for in the story, being a Force ghost means that that's something you've learned to do. You've trained mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. And unless and and so many of the Jedi that spoke, a lot of them might have, you know, died suddenly or never got that training. Yeah. I mean, Obi Wan did, and Yoda did, and Anakin did, and Luke mm-hmm. Luke did, and Leia did, but. Yeah. It's just that beyond that, you know, not necessarily. So you don't know if that made sense. Now, I heard that part of it was something about China. Like there was somebody that said that, you know, that that the, yeah, when you, that in China, they don't like in China, the culture doesn't believe in, in ghosts. So mm-hmm. to have any kind of force ghosts, they don't like that. But I don't, I just, they, they, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I thought it would have. Honestly, I think there. it would have. Luke was there, so it didn't make yeah. sense to me that they wouldn't allow that. Yeah. Honestly, but, uh, I think it, I think it would have taken away. It might have taken away from that whole scene just to see. It would have distracted from what you're seeing with Ray, and and all that people. It might have, you know, seeing all that, all the all the Force Ghosts there. It might have distracted because I think then the fans would have been like, "Ooh, ooh, there's there's Ahsoka, there's there's right. Anakin, there's there's and, this person." And I think that some people were. I want to, you know, and maybe in the back of their mind, they were feeling disappointed because it wasn't the same type of mm-hmm. emotional impact. I didn't say it was not impactful. I just said it wasn't the, most, the same type as the portal scene from Endgame. But the portal scene from Endgame, as much as I love it, and I do love it, I was very, you know what I'm talking about, right? The portal scene from Endgame, from Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. When when yeah. when all the portals open up and all the all the MCU yeah. essentially shows up, um, I felt that even that for as much as I loved it and I absolutely did love it, mm-hmm. you know, we're not talking about a, a, a forty year investment here. We're talking about an eight to ten year investment, so it's not the same. And we all knew they were coming back. I mean, there was mm-hmm. no reason they wouldn't be. So. Um, you know, to me, it didn't have, you know, but I think some people saw that and then next in a few, few months later, we're looking at this and we're hoping to see that. But I think that, that yeah. they did it. They they achieved that in other ways. And I thought the voices of the of all the actors to do that, I thought, worked very well in their favor. So so Ray gets the power she needs to to fight off Emperor Palpatine, kills him, but she loses out her life as well. And she basically collapses and dies, essentially. Of course, then you see Ben show up. And with what little energy Ben has left, he returns the favor and returns right. the life force to, to, Ray. to Ray, making the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So you know what? And again, we I said this before. I've seen a lot of people who are complaining that say Kylo should have lived, Kylo should have lived, Ben should have no lived. I, if you've seen Star Wars at all, you knew Ben was going to die. Uh, you said it before. It was, I mean, it's. 
You can't. If you've seen Star Wars, you knew what was going to happen. You cannot commit mass genocide and expect yeah. to walk away living happily ever after, even if you turn good at the end. And even if you are the one who's responsible for saving the galaxy, you cannot walk away from that. It would not, it would, it would, the, it would fall hollow if that happened. So yeah, that's important. I agree. I agree yeah. with what uh, Amanda, with what um, giving the, giving his life for Ray was way more in fact, impactful to his, to his redemption. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Bravo. Definitely. Yes. So there, and then Ray is left, you know, and after returning home to his front, to her friends and having that nice moment, little shout out, love that Chewie got the medal. And mm -hmm. my favorite scene is that very last scene when they're all hugging and Chewie's like showing the medal to like R2 or 3P or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, <laughs> see, finally, you know, but, yeah, like, but then a nice little epilogue um, back to Tatooine because you know, gotta have a Star Wars movie. You have to have Tatooine on it. <laughs> so uh, they, she lands the ship, goes in there. It was such a nostalgic but sad trip to see the moisture farm just totally dusted over with sand dunes mm -hmm. and everything. But then she, you know, takes the takes the lightsabers, wraps them up, puts them in a, you know, does the force thing to put them underground and bury them right where. You know, this whole thing started. Mm -hmm. And when that lady comes along and what, who are you? I'm yeah. Ray, Ray who? Right. And then she sees them and says, Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. You know, which again, some people were, uh, and I'm like, you know what? Again, it's all your perspective. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like for me, I'm all, I was, I said, beautiful. The Skywalker legacy will continue. Yeah. Thank you, Ray Skywalker. So, yes, because some things are more important than blood. So, and there you go. That that All ends right. Ray's story at, so far. But I think there may be more down the road. I think we're yes. we have not seen or heard yes. the last of Ray or yes. Finn or Poe. So we'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, that does wrap up our look at the women of Star Wars. It's been a it's been a fun ride looking yes. through here. Uh, yeah, Star Wars is fond of family about family, so her taking the Skywalker name is fitting. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Um, next week we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We hope you will join us. We are going to be doing a yes, the holiday special. Uh, we're going to be doing a a watch through of the uh, original 1978 Star Wars holiday special. I have not seen this all the way through, so this should be interesting for me. Yes. <laughs> um, it's going to be fun. What we're going to do well. is, just so people are aware uh, that watch on the rewatch or whatever, we're not going to have it on the screen, but we're going to do it as, you know, it is available on YouTube. So we're mm -hmm. going to. I think it's uh, also on Disney Plus, too. No, it isn't. It is not available. No, I thought it was only available. the cartoon is available. Oh, on I thought it was. Okay. No, the whole thing is not. They will. I doubt they'll ever release it, but there's a fairly clean copy on YouTube. Um, uh, maybe uh, beforehand, or, or or we'll we will um, either put the link in the in, in the uh, comments, yeah. or you could just do a search, and we'll let you know the the YouTube link and whatever. Yeah, and then or the YouTube the 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 person the the channel that it's on, and then we'll kind of yeah. hit a say, say three two one play, 
yeah. then we'll play it and then we will watch and commentary give provide commentary i will warn you i watch it every year it's it's really a product of its time yeah. And you just got to go in with manage your expectations. Okay. It's all I can say, but I will tell you that it is part of it that it's so it's like a, it's so bad. It's good. And as a part of it that I really do just genuinely love because yeah. it's, I love the holidays and I love star Wars and to have this be the way they combine the two. It's fantastic. And by the way, Batu, uh star Wars galaxy's edge has been officially celebrating life day. This, this this week so nice so it, nice. it's good yes i know i laugh so hard at how bad it is it, i do too yeah. but i also have to say that it's got a lot of like character or, or actors that were very popular in the late 70s and the variety show format which was also very popular in the late 70s so when you look at those things from that lens um you can understand what they were going for but they were just trying to mash up variety show with star wars and it I guess you could say, well, let's just say that they've only aired it once. So, but yet we're going to watch it. I know B Arthur is one of the highlights. So we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk some more about all the, all the great characters in it. Um, So, but be warned. uh, I will say this. If there's any children watching, there is one section that I'm going to give you a heads up now and a heads up then. Uh, It's the section featuring Diane, uh, Carol, I think, is the act is the singer, and it's just a song. But the way the song comes about is a little awkward and a little bit inappropriate. That's okay. all I'm going to say. But we'll talk all more right. about it yeah, in more detail definitely. next week. All right. So, all right. And it's well, going to be next Wednesday. Next so Wednesday. We'll yes. The night before Thanksgiving. So. Yes. All right. All right. Well, uh, before we do our closing here, we have a announcement to make concerning Red Five, the Red Five Network, which we are a proud member of. Next Saturday, the twenty seventh, uh, they are doing their Parsec Awards. Um, it's kind of like their Sci Fi Awards. They give they give have awards for best actor, best movie, best. All that stuff. Um, so we're really pushing that. It's going to be next Saturday, uh, November 27th. Uh, so be looking out for that. Cool. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get a little bit more information on all of our all of our social media um, for all the promos for that coming out here pretty soon. So that should be fun. Um, anyway, well, with that, uh, Will, why don't you tell the fine people out there in internet land where they can find you? Best place to find me is on YouTube with the Darth Tuba Star Wars Unboxing Show. Also at Darth Tuba on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, this last few days, speaking of Life Day, uh, I was actually doing a, a daily unboxing on my Instagram uh, with this uh, company called Luminous Beings LTD, uh, which gave basically like an advent calendar, but specifically designed for life day so mm-hmm. check them out on instagram just look on my feed they've pretty much been every day and uh for the past like two weeks so it's 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 pretty cool and uh yeah but darth tuba 77 at gmail.com if you want to reach out to me definitely all right as for us here at the channel if you want to get a hold of us you can email us at war of the stars at gmail.com that is also our twitter handle uh, as I mentioned earlier, we are a proud member of the Red 5 Network. Go to red5network.com for all the information on all the shows that are 
there. Um, great to be a part of that. Yes. Great guys there. Great people there. Part of that. Uh, if you want to support the show, we got t-shirts. The link is on our Twitter page. Uh, check out the shirts. We got shirts, sweaters. As it's getting colder now, uh, a nice hoodie would be nice as the temperature is starting to drop. Uh, or a cup you can put in your hot cocoa or hot tea or hot cho- or hot coffee, whatever you want. Just give you some ideas. It would make a great Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, or you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash war of the stars. Uh, you can check us out, of course, each and every week live on Facebook, on Facebook Live, on our Facebook group. Or if you are not able to listen live, you can check us out wherever fine podcasts are heard. Uh, Spotify, we are on Spotify, we are on Google Google Cast, we are on Apple Podcast, just to name a few, as well as Stitcher. Um, uh, if you're listening on a- Apple Podcast, if you want to give us a five-star review, that would be greatly appreciated. And yeah, I think that's about okay. it. All right. All right. And again, happy late life day. Um, and of course, as always, we like to say, This isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. May the Force be with you. Till the Spires, everyone.